0: are now rocking the DWLR Dream Without Limits Radio. everybody you are now on dream without limits radio we are here with my main man we're about to kick off another great interview just for dreamers believers and anyone out there that's trying to change the world somehow or some way so i won't take away this young man's introduction i will let him kind of take the floor and tell him a little bit about yourself and you know what did you start up here today
1: Yo, what's up, Alex, man? man? I like your vibe, dude.
0: I like your vibe, man.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm, um, I'm Nick Sambrato. Um, what did I start up that we're talking about? It would be Mama's Sauce. It's a gourmet print shop out of Orlando, Florida. And nice, I say nice. gourmet because it's um, high-end. We only work with great materials and great papers, and, and we find ourselves attracting great, great designers, and that's what we gear ourselves to do. Uh, people who are interested in creating awesome, tangible paper-based goods, right. um, while working with people who are skilled artisans and uh, are all out to make some art together.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Now, a little bit about you. Hi, I'm Nick. Where did I come from? How did you, you know, what kind of led you into this This. This gourmet print shop, if you will.
1: Yeah, man. Um, well, how, how in-depth do you want me to get on that? I mean, that? as
0: as well as much as you want to give us. <laughs> yeah, man. Well,
1: listen, I am um, an Italian-American of full-blood Italian uh, descent okay. uh, by way of New York, where okay. the hustle comes from. Right, right. Um, and then I moved to Florida at a young age. Um, both my parents pretty much worked for themselves, starting well, my dad, my, my, my whole life, my mom, probably I started seeing her doing that thing <clears throat> getting into that. Oh gosh, it had to be seven or eight when she started getting her own thing and, um, kind of saw her come out from, you know, up from, from nothing. And, um, and so I just kind of got bred with that spirit, man. And so right. I started my first business when I was in middle school, Okay. um, bulletin board system stuff, and okay. then, uh, got into online sales stuff. Uh, did undergrad, went to graduate school, and graduate school, I started a record label. Record label, I bought a print shop to facilitate okay. and work with some of my artists. That right. was a digital print shop. Met a couple really great Italian guys. One of which <laughs> um, introduced me to what spot color printing was. Okay. Uh, another one um, came alongside and really put in a lot of a lot of awesome hard work and just through this really awesome beautiful little period where we spent some time together, just working on and growing the print shop, right. um, I got introduced to, to handmade printing, fell in love with it, and bam, Mama Sauce was birthed out of, you know, some Italian dudes working together, bringing the hustle and looking to do something excellent and great, man.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, the name Mama Sauce, it's, it's very unique. It's not anything, you know, it's not like da-da-da printing or something, something, you know, whatever. What what drove Mama Sauce?
1: Yeah, um, well, that, that, that period of time I was talking about, there was this... Um, Remember I said we were a digital print shop, and right. I felt it was a little less than, than uh, what I wanted you know, it to be. To me, it was just a commodity. It was something that, that worked for the record label and the artists that I, I worked with. But right, then I right. sold the record label, okay. and um, here I was looking at what to do with the shop. Um, one of those Italian guys I mentioned was selling his print shop that did screen printing, wow. mostly okay. like posters some shirts. Okay. We don't do shirts anymore, but um, he was going on walkabout, and I had about two weeks to learn from him. How to become a screen printer before we left <laughs> in two weeks. Yeah, in two weeks. So it was three of us Italian guys. We we when we got that equipment, uh, we moved the shop from an office space into a house next door to mine. Mm. So here we were in a home. Um, Austin, who we bought the print shop from, lived in that in that space. Uh, Joey, who runs the shop, the other Italian guy, was a neighbor. So right. the three of us on the block together. I had a freezer full of Italian food that my mom would. <laughs> right. She would show up every six months, cook. Um, enough food to last me in the freezer for six months so there we were broke as a joke three Italian guys right. sweating through the night learning how to print on on, on a um, on a timeline eating this Italian food bonding over our you know fledgling love for spot color that Austin was breeding into us bonding over our Italian heritage gotcha. and on the very gotcha. last <laughs> night you know this was mind you this wasn't mama sauce then this was something different but right. that mama sauce's birth in that time and on the very last night before Austin was leaving uh, to be gone and you know departing and leaving the wisdom behind we were all sitting there in the house and and um, uh, and the and the break room which should be the patio out back and through the window which is uh, which looked into the kitchen there sat this cobalt blue bowl with red ink in it that I'd hmm. screwed a, a mix on and it sat there as a reminder of, of that, that screwy failure of trying to mix and not getting it right. But gotcha. it got real sentimental that night, and me, Austin, or Joey were sitting there, and I was like, man, Austin, this has been awesome. This is what I want to do. This is what I think this print shop should be. Right. And um, when you're done with your walkabout, if you want to come back, I really want to explore this water-based, this eco-friendly, this community, this family-based print thing, and if right. you come back and do it, with us, we're going to do something great. And there over his shoulder sat that cobalt blue bowl with that red ink. And I said, we'll come back, you know, come back, we'll do something great, and we'll call it Mama's Sauce. Nice. You know, and that just seemed to really encapsulate everything, you know, like uh, the family, the camaraderie, our roots. Right. Um, it's tangible, it's ink, it's great ingredients. And, you know, you can trust Mama with your designs. Right, right. You know, it's nice. come to mean a lot, you know. <laughs>
0: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. You can trust Mama with your ingredients. I like that. Yeah, man. I like man. that. Now you talked about that that period where there was a lot of gray area you didn't know what was next you didn't know what was going on what's that sacrifice period like you know what's what's that what's the hours you were putting in to get to where you are today Mm -hmm. and i mean well i guess it how long have you been around now uh
1: we are in our six and a half year so we're coming up on on seven soon okay
0: So what what was that period to get to your six? I'm, I'm in their office and I want to tell you it's a beautiful facility and explain to them this office wasn't here all the time. This this
1: well, this is an interesting part of the story actually because the office we're in is another company that's critical in the Mama Sauce okay. kind of story. And so I'll, I'll give you Silo something to tie that whole thing in. Um, so that timeline six and a half years ago, if we track back from from where we are now in the history of America and Florida specifically, mm, that was mm, um, mm. you know that, that lines. Pretty tightly with the real estate fallout, you know, and the whole right. kind of recession and everything okay. else. I was pretty tied up in real estate, right? Okay. And so at that time, I had sold the record label. I had some money from that. Uh, I had real estate stuff going on, and then that all record label was gone. Real estate fell out from under me, and I was just mm. left with like, what am I going to do now? Right. And so I just looked at Mama Sauce, what was emerging there, and I said, we'll put everything into this, you know, gotcha. and um, <clears throat> and um, so. It was a lot, a lot of work. So, you know, when you think everything falls out from under you, there's a couple ways, there's many ways to build a business. But let's just put it into two broad strokes. Like, mm-hmm. you have capital or you don't have capital. Okay. And here I was with no capital. Right. All taken out from under me. doing well before, wasn't doing well anymore. right. Gotcha. You know? And um, so that took a lot of hustle and grind. So... When we really decided to go full bore and then I sold the label, I had nothing really much else to do. I decided to put everything in there. Like I said, the shop was in the house next door to mine. Right. Um, that was its third move, I think. And so as we grew in those first two years, we had six moves, right? Wow. Um, and now we're getting ready to make our seventh move into a beautiful new space gotcha. that I think we really have earned and deserved. But um, in that whole, gosh, that, that that the first, I'd say, four and a half years, mm-hmm. um, that was, there was a lot of periods where I was living in the shop right um, we're talking 70 80 hours a week
0: wow.
1: um, there's definitely a period where I was in excess of 80 hours a week I mean we're talking Understood. 100 I remember a week where it was seven days straight um, sleeping in the shop maybe two or three hours a night wow. um, so there's a lot of hustle that goes in when you can't uh, when you can't put real equity and sweat equity is a real thing man and a lot of sweat, blood, and tears went into the sauce. Things really changed for us, and you reference where we are right now in this office. Um, you know, I was always pretty savvy online. My first business, like I said, was a bulletin board. The next mm. stuff, I was selling stuff on the internet in right, 98, right, you know. Right. Um, so I was really keen to, to marketing strategies online. Now, things radically changed for me when we introduced letterpress. So screen printing introduced to Mama Sauce was okay. a big shift for us. That's what created Mama Sauce, okay. right? and then when we met a letterpress um, i got it in a friend of mine said yo uh, i want you to do a job for me and i was okay. like all right my very first job his brother his name's chase hebner he owns fiction which is the office we're sitting in now uh, said man i want to film that you know and i was like okay so here i am saying yes to something i don't know what to do right charging for it right and then saying yes to somebody filming <laughs> and doing something i don't know what i'm doing right, right, right. and so um, but that timing all lined up because and that part of our history, uh, you know, the early one I was talking about what created sweat equity, mm-hmm. no money because mm-hmm. of that. Well, in the history of time where Letter Press was introduced introduced to me and I bought this first press, it's a great story how I found it, but I'll admit that for now. But here I am, I have this press, word gets around town, I have it. Um, I agree to do this video, but in that place in time, um, DSLR cameras just came out. Mm. Everyone's like, yo, what are people filming on this? The artisan movement was really hot people wanted to see that content. Vimeo was really on the rise. All that stuff kind of lined up. I said yes to doing this video and fiction came in pro bono because it was interesting and something they wanted to do. Chase filmed it, put it online, and it was like a boom, like a sonic boom. And overnight, everything changed for us. And so went from, um, still had no capital, so my, so my sweat equity. We're still broke here. Yeah, still broke, but, but the sweat equity only increased from there for a while, and so we really tried to build to catch up with hype that was created from this mm, video. Right, That's the power of a good story because Chase told a great story. went online, bam, and I'll never forget. Uh, Chase and I are great friends now, and the bond really took off. Like As that video play kept going that night, it was exciting for us as we texted back and forth. This blog just picked it up. It just got on the front page of Vimeo. It's doing this, it's doing wow. that. And then my email box just fills up as people wow. are like, Oh wow, check out this hot shop, man.
0: Wow. They must
1: know what they're doing. Mm, False. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. But that wasn't gonna stop me, man, you of know. So not. I just I just kept up the effort. Now, here I am. And uh, in the fallout of that video, you know, that, that video is probably four just over four years, May, four so yeah, four years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um I lived with that, the, the, you know, trying to keep up with that for a couple years okay. before we finally settled into a great rhythm. Okay. And then I hit another one of those periods. I, I like birthing and growing things. I was like, I can go and do more, and I've got a great, great team at Mama Sauce right. that will allow me to kind of move and and um, do things that are also great for the sauce uh, by going out and generating um, a wider breadth of an audience. That's right. where it enters fiction for me, where we are now. Okay. It's amazing now, my job, um, granted, I don't work any less, right? Now, here I am, I work for fiction, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and then I have the sauce. But before you came in this morning, you know, I'm up early in the morning at the coffee shop working on sauce stuff until 9, then here at fiction from 9 to 5, and then from 5 until whenever at night I'm working on sauce stuff. So it's not like my hours have gone down, right? Right, I'm still doing
0: I'm
1: going to say I'm probably in the 70s, 80s, probably 70s really, which is – not a big deal for me, you right. know. Because you're a grinder, you Yeah, New York. yeah I'm, a hust- I'm a hustler, man, you know, so I'll do that. But the beautiful part of that story is that um, my job now at Fiction is to basically tell people how powerful that moment was for me hmm. with that video. Because what Fiction does is try to create that moment for companies. We create mm. videos that have storytelling properties that change a company or at least help a company or right. become valuable tools. Right. And man, talk about selling something you believe in. You right, know? right, I'm the, right. The recipient. You're the product, right. Because of that, is the only reason I'm You're able here. to be here to exactly. say that. And so it's a really critical part of my story. So now I live in these two worlds, both creative and nature, right, right. but both really benefit each other, you know, because mm-hmm. fiction speaks to agencies, creative agencies, mom and saw speaks to creative agencies, both two independently. Um, way different spectrum services, right, but right. both appreciated by the same audience. So I can live in both worlds pretty fluidly, moving right, in and out right. of artisan, antiquity, and real modern skilled, you know, tr- craftsmen and storytellers. Gotcha. It's, it's awesome.
0: It's powerful. Yeah. That's 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 amazing. I wish you guys could see us, and you can't, so it's okay. But you know. And you're, you're on Dream Without Limits Radio. How, what's, what's that quote mean to you, Dream Without Limits? If you're talking to anyone and someone's like, man, like, you know, and you tell someone, hey, you should go Dream Without Limits. What is that? What are you physically saying to them? Because it may sound like three words. Yeah. But it's more than that to you.
1: Well, let me, let me align that with, with something I truly believe. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's just another way of saying um, what, I, what I always tell people, which mm-hmm. is, man, what's to be afraid of? you know mm. like what's to be afraid of mm. um now granted every, a lot of people are in different situations than i am if you have a family you have kids you have people who have to you know support right. you know there's a sliding scale and all that but at the end of the day man to dream and go after things um if you are resourceful and always know that you're going to land on your feet and be able to provide whatever right. the situation is that you've that you've set up to provide for people right. are dependent on you I mean, as long as you're doing everything right and legal and in place, like right, the only right. thing to be afraid of really is, is, is going to jail in my life, you know? So right, right. that's my one guiding principle. Besides that, I have no fears. <clears throat> and I think that's really rooted in the idea of living in the now and not really regretting anything in your past and not carrying it forward. Wow. So for me, dreaming, uh, dreaming without limits means at the end of the day, man, you know, don't recognize failure as failure. Recognize something that didn't work out to what you thought as a great valuable lesson to build on. And for, you know, if you can lose the fear and the idea of, um, you know, dwelling in the past and just say, I'm just going to do this, you know, I'm going to do this thing. And whatever comes from it's going to be a beautiful moment, whether it's to learn from or to build on or it's a success in air quotes. Right. Like, (laughs) just do what you want to do, man, and go after it hard because at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, (laughs) What's the worst that's going to happen? You know, right. you have another milestone, another chapter in your life, another right. something to say. Man, I really learned something there. Right. Uh, again, you know, uh, I wouldn't. You know, everyone's situation is, sub, you know, subjective Different. to, right. to right. their situ- You know, to the choices they make. Mentally, made. at least. Yeah, but decisions—the ultimate power, man. And If you decide that, you know, um, that that failure isn't not failure. You know, you're not afraid of it anymore. You know, like mm. like you know, setting out to achieve something. It's never going to be exactly what you think it's going to be when you look forward ahead and you say that's where I want to get. Well, the path and this is the path I'm going to get there by. The path's going to be different, and it's you're going to end p- in a little different right, spot, right? Right. right. But um, at the end of the day, you know, your trajectory will get you where you're going, and just recognize, man, I got somewhere, you right. know, and let's just keep going,
0: right. Yo, know, I wish you know it should be an audience in here right now hearing this because this is this is stuff that people really battle with, man. My, my There's an audience
1: out there hearing this,
0: beating beating themselves up every day. Like, man, I, I, you know I'm sure some kid is in his room like, oh, I wish I could start up a, a a printing something or some somebody that's like, man, I want to be a, a doctor or I want to open my cupcake shop, and they're just like beating themselves up. How do you, how do you fight those voices in your head from telling you like? Why are you working so hard? Like, what are you doing this for? You mm-hmm. should be doing something with those degrees you earned. You know, whatever that is. How do you stop those voices from yelling at you and, you know, punching them in the mouth and moving on from them?
1: Um, yeah, man. It's it's a change of the mantra of or whatever the heartbeat is that drives you. If you're driven <clears throat> by um, a voice that says, don't, or be more cautious, or be more careful, and there's a tension about that mm-hmm. in you, then you need to reconcile that. If there is no tension, if you're like, if you're, hey, you know, my voice says, take it slow, take it cool, okay. like, you know, do something with the practical, you know, tools you've been given, like you referenced my degrees and this and that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: be true to yourself, right? right? But if you live in a tension, right, where you're like, I, I want to take risks, but I've had this voice telling me not to, mm-hmm. then you're in a tension spot and you need to reconcile that. Wow. And you either need to come back up and say, well, I, I got to kill one voice or the other, right? Right. You know, like I got to say go for it or I got to say let's hold back and let's just make things less complicated, right? Because mm-hmm. really going for it and really like going after your dreams, that can become a compli- complicate your life. Yeah. Unless, unless your dreams are to sit on a beach somewhere. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know? and then um, and that could be done in multitude of ways. But if you're, you know, um, you just got to reconcile that tension, man. You know, for me, I've reconciled that tension. There is... You know, there's no voice in me saying slow down or hold off. You right. know, like sometimes, you know, just I mean shoot last night and then the night before, like there was some tension. You know, I'm sitting mm-hmm. there like uh my friend's having a birthday thing on like a Tuesday night and I'm just like, Man, you're a good friend. Um, but I'm in the middle of this project right now. Right, it's right, nine right. at night and like I knew I was I need to be here, I have to be here. <coughs> this friend just happens to work at Mama Sauce as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and if he wants, you know, if he really wants to, to, I owe it to him to do my part. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. And so, like, I'm like, I just got to stay the course. And it creates a little bit of tension sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I side pretty much unanimously on the, uh, on the side of the voice telling me, like, keep going, man. Gotcha. Keep going. And the voice telling me, like, hey, you know, um. You need a break or time, some time off. that's a rare voice you know, <laughs> in in my head and in my heart. But I don't know why. But I think it's because you know I'm just I don't know why I, I don't I don't have a, a, a you know, I've, I've you. reconciled it and I I, I've you. decided I've decided to land on the other
0: side. Now, now, how often? Because you know a lot of people think that you know failing is a bad thing or quitting is a bad thing. I mean, or even just wanting to quit, they kind of use that as like, oh man, I want to quit, so I guess I should stop. Do you have those feelings like, I want to quit and you push through, or how do you get through that? Man, I want to just quit this.
1: Yeah. Hey, you well, know, I don't think quitting is inherently a bad thing. Okay. I don't think driving <clears throat> forward is inherently a good thing, right? To mm-hmm. your own, you know, to that own self be true. Right. right, right. Like, what is good for your soul? Like, self awareness is like, I think the first. Uh, the first thing you need to really achieve mm-hmm. and um, self-actualize, and then self-preservation, right? Right. And so, what's going to really feed you? Because the best you can do for the world is to to do good for you, and then you can really contribute well to other people and other situations.
0: Gotcha.
1: And, and so, um, so yeah, man. I, I yeah, I just think that 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 making decisions to your own self are really the answer to that. You know. Right. And so, quitting, like, if quitting is um, good for you at that moment. And you're like, listen, I'm fighting an uphill battle, and I know I'll never win. Right, like self yeah, yeah, yeah. self awareness. Yeah, I know. On it somewhere deep inside. If you if you know that, and you're marked with it, and you're like, I know I'm not going to win this, but you still like that's a small voice, mm-hmm. but it's true. Mm-hmm. But you're trying to mask it, then that's not being true to yourself, right? Right. Um, and that if you can recognize something and say, hey, we gotta, you know, we gotta change the course a little bit here. Changing the course is fine. If you don't like your job, guess what? You can change your situation. If you right. don't like X, you can change it. If you don't like X, you can change it. Right. Now there are circumstances where people rely on you, you know, and, 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 and sometimes it gets really complicated, but it's very base and core. Mm-hmm. Decision is, is yours. Right. Right? Um so yeah, just be really self aware.
0: Now and, and this <clears throat> this might be a, a tough question. Uh, maybe it isn't a tough question. If <clears throat> if we took mama sauce out of the ground, we sh- we shut it down, turn the lights off, said that was it. Who would be impacted?
1: Who would be? That's that's actually something I've been thinking about lately. Mm-hmm. Um, because as things evolve, um, I've always always thought of it in terms of one of the things that drives me. The, the main impact is mm-hmm. you know the people that work there. Okay. Right. Right. There's me and my my. What what does that impact me ultimately? My my ego, right? I, right. Mean, I, right. I mean, is that it? Yeah. You know, and that, that's that can I can sustain that? Um, but the people that that work with us there, mm-hmm. um, who are just fiercely loyal, and that's I it. and and in turn I'm fiercely loyal back to them, right? Um, so they're impacted, right? And that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you know. I mean, who knows if we shut down tomorrow, some of those people could go on to do better things actually one of the amazing things is I, I think we've gotten to this point where most of our people can move on
0: mm-hmm. if they
1: wanted to mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. they work at bomba sauce in our industry that's a good thing okay so they have places to go I'd imagine what's amazing is that they, they want to stay yeah. yeah and that's that I'm honored by that and I'll be fiercely loyal back now the new thing I'm recognizing just as we're starting just now to put our brand out there a little bit more. Just start. now, six years. Like yeah, well, you know, like exercise our brand, right? right? Okay. Like we look and we have, we have a lot of followers and fans and okay. people, we, like a community, we have a right, community okay. out there and we're starting to recognize that we're a valuable small part of this creative community that we're in. Mm. And we have a voice and we try to exercise it and we mm-hmm. try to be in a conversation with all these people. If that goes away, you know, does it ultimately impact our industry? I mean, that's no. I mean, it's bigger than us, right? right? right. Um, Is our voice silenced, and is that a sad thing to me? Yeah, because I think that we're trying to do something different and good and contribute in our unique way. And so, if it goes away, I think the course is altered a little bit. Mm -hmm. But inherently, you know, I think the movement around whether it's artisan or just great craftsmanship or bringing like you know designs to life in spot color—we're not the only ones doing that, Right. right? but we have a unique voice in it. So who's impacted? The community at large will shift a little, tiny bit, but negligible. Right. It's um I, I I can think of a couple super fans that would be sad, you know, right. a couple which it's amazing to me right, that yeah, there yeah. is even one. Um, but really it's 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 mostly our people and our uh, and the people that work with us, our employees. But like I said, I really feel good about their contributions to the greater com- creative community through right, Mama Sauce right, which right. gives them security in our great, I mean that's I really would hope that, you know that the case would be if we shut down tomorrow every one of our people would be a few phone calls away from people being like yeah I have to have you mm. because look what you helped build over there at Mama wow. Sauce you know and that's that's the way I want people to think of Mama Sauce is, as a collective of people that like contributed to doing great things gotcha. you know it's not me it's not you know, the brand, the brand is our whole family.
0: Right. Awesome. Awesome. And and if you could, you know, leave our, our listeners with any last words or, or thoughts, whether it's, you know, in a world of, of starting up your own thing, entrepreneurship, if you can just kind of leave them with that last memento, you know, kind of like this, this might be like your last letter to the the world, you know, if you will, what would you kind of, and uh, putting in the spot, <laughs> people but, people who
1: uh, the audience being people who want to create something, yeah, a, a business,
0: right? Because the audience the audience is, is is a bunch of dreamers. They're a bunch of people who who, who are passionate about something about life. They're creative. They're artists yeah. of, of all sorts, all styles, all sizes. And what would you tell them? What's what's the, you know your last takeaway message for those those dreamers and people who are looking to change the world somehow?
1: Yeah, man. Take um, if you want to dream big, take a Take an inventory of yourself and what you have to lose, and mm. decide what that really matters in the grand scheme of things. Become mm. self-aware, and then um, do your best to eradicate everything that's a fear that has no real value or pertinence to you moving forward. Because right. a lot of fears really are grounded in stuff that <coughs> that aren't relative to to you know to real impact in your life. Right. A lot of the fears that you have are superfluous, mm. and so if you can get to the core of them and eradicate them you can dream without fear right right and so i think that takes some self-awareness and um i think it takes maybe the result of that also is maybe creating a new mantra for yourself a new heartbeat that says i can do this Mm. you know and um and should i fall on my face that's a great lesson to learn and i can build on that as well right Right. the world can be experienced should be experienced in failures and successes and all of it should just be Categorize into life, man, and right. be like, you know, all right, whatever it was, <laughs> I did that.
0: Right, right, right. When's the when's the book coming out, man? I need a, I need a, <laughs> I need a, I need a follow-up book with all of these little anecdotes that you put in it. This is awesome, man.
1: Oh, thanks so much, man. Actually, we do have a book coming out at the end of this year. Hi. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with this. It's okay. actually a, it's a cookbook.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: Mama Sauce uh, Cookbook. It's the, the recipe. <laughs> it's um my mom's recipes. Um, that it's gonna be a limited edition, short run art book that's gonna be hand bound. Oh, awesome. And it's going to be um i love art books you know not mm. books about art but books that are art uh. and so this is a really personal project for me so that's the first publication we're going to do and
0: um i didn't plan this by the way yeah guys. this is all <laughs> random but i didn't think you really yeah. had a book but and, yeah and awesome. it's a
1: much better contribution to the world than my thoughts on and philosophy on life that these are you know honestly just relative to me and subjective to me do they have any objective bearing on the world no and i thank you for listening mm-hmm. but the more important contribution book form i can make are my mom's recipes
0: awesome now how can we reach you how can they you know the people who are listening where can they find you all that good stuff
1: yeah man um me personally um at nick sambrado um is my twitter and instagram and
0: i have all of that stuff yeah
1: nick com, and then that can lead you to mama sauce and fiction the two places that i work and contribute to every day and i love dearly and i think both are on that you know, um, that side and tip saying, man, we want to be a better place in the world. And fiction is really building something amazing, especially awesome. here for our community and uh, Mama Sauce as well. So you can check both the spots out, fctn.tv okay. uh, and mamas-sauce.com.
0: All right, awesome. And uh, to all of our listeners, we appreciate you guys on the Dream Without Limits Radio. Remember, dream without limits or get left behind. Thank you, Nick, once again for having us in or uh, having us here to, to listen to no, your story. No, man, thank man. you,
1: Alex. I really appreciate you, man, and um, I think it's an important message that you're trying to spread.
0: All right, awesome. Later, guys. Peace. Peace.